So last week, Billboard put out their top 50 because it's hip hop is 50 years old. So Billboard put out their top 50 rappers of of all time. And there's been a lot of hubbub over it. I don't I don't think there are any major surprises on that list. Jay-Z is listed as Billboard's number one. And I don't know if the writers at Billboard are necessarily in a position to really write about the hip hop culture. That's not particularly their lane and ice cube lambasted them which is funny because they rated ice cube i think in the top 10 or top 12 he was rated very high as all-time rappers as he should be remember ice cube pinned all the nwa stuff so he wasn't just bomb as his own personal writer and, and mc kill it will america's most wanted all of that stuff but he wrote all the nwa stuff too he wrote all the easy ease lyrics wrote dr dre's lyrics but Jay-Z was number one. Kendrick Lamar was number two, which I'm a huge Kendrick fan. So I was happy to see that. I think very highly of Kendrick Lamar. You know, the usual suspects in the top ten, Biggie was number six. I think that Biggie's higher than that, but but he only made two commercial albums before passing away. And I get a lot of these artists have nine, ten albums out. And Biggie only had two. Nas is up there. Eminem's up there. It's the usual suspects. And what happens is we get in this constant argument over who's the best. Is it Tupac? Is it Biggie? Is it Drake? Is it Wheezy? Is it Kanye West? What what constitutes being the best MC? Is it a mix of being a fantastic producer? Is it just punchlines? Is it bars? Is it talking about things that are deep, like the upliftment of the black community? So does that, does that make Chuck D a better MC than than someone like Eminem who's talking about taking a chainsaw to his ex-girlfriend and popping Vicodin pills and passing out in the mall. So everyone has that argument over and over again, and I'm not really going to get into that now. That's not what this segment is about, but I wanted to do a top five dead or alive. We all know who the who the frequent flyers are. So we all know that Black Thought's way up there, Big Daddy Kane's way up there, LL Cool J's way up there, Big L's way up there, Busta Rhymes. Most Def slash Yasin Bey. These are people that are well-respected and put out multiple fantastic albums. And everybody has their own personal preference. I've said on this show repeatedly that I think that To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar is by far the best album that I've ever heard in the hip-hop genre. I think that it's phenomenal. Some people think that Damn is better, that Good Kid, Mad City is better. Some people think that To Pimp a Butterfly is the third or fourth best album that Kendrick has put out. And everyone has their own opinion. But what I want to talk about today in this top five dead or alive, these are the top five. This is Lance J's power rankings. These are underrated rappers. So we all we all know who's great. We can all have that argument over and over and over and over again. But who's underrated? Who are the best five rappers that you may not know about, that you didn't know were so dope, that don't get the accolades, that aren't ranking it in on tour, they're not selling out Madison Square Garden with 25,000 people. So cue the music. These are my top five dead or alive underrated rappers. Number five, Jada Kiss. Now, Jada Kiss is very well respected in hip hop. He's he's someone that has people's ear. He has people's attention. He's the he's the individual. He he murdered Jim Jones and Joel Santana so badly on that versus at at MSG that Fat Joe came up with the term yesterday's price is not today's price if you're Jada Kiss. Like Jada Kiss is a bad man with the bars, with the with the hooks. 
He's just a non-stop rhyme fist. Like, this dude has so much talent. Never really had the commercial success per se with the locks. I always thought that being in the locks held Jada back, and that's no diss to Sheik Luch and Styles P. Both of those guys are dope within their own right, but I always thought that Jada Kiss was a solo artist. You know, he's from Yonkers. Guys from that north side, like Harlem, Yonkers, Mount Vernon, that's just a different type of dude that's up in that area. So Jada Kiss is really dope, but probably doesn't get the props. Nobody puts Jada in the top 10 or the top 15. And I think from a talent-wise standpoint, I said, if you put all of the rappers in the history of Earth, and you put them in a in an NCAA tournament bracket style, I'm telling you, Jada Kiss is making that sweet 16. He's probably making the Elite Eight. If you go bar for bar with any MC, I'm a, I'm a huge Jada Kiss fan. A lot of his stuff is grimy, it's underground, it's not commercial, but Jada Kiss is a dope, dope artist. Number four, Redman. A lot of us remember Redman for being on MTV Cribs, but unlike these huge mansions that people rented out that they really didn't live in, he just he just had this regular trap house in New Jersey. Like it was a it was a townhouse. It was grimy. It didn't have a pool. It didn't have a jacuzzi. It didn't have a crown mold. It didn't have none of no marble floors, no fountains, none of that stuff. It was just a grimy house that you would think it's the type of house that people would be smoking weed in and drinking 40s and watching pornography on television. It, it, it looked like Redman's real life, or at least what he portrays in, in his art. Redman is a dope, dope phenomenal MC. If you if you hear any of his freestyles, stuff that he did with meth, I think a lot of people think of Red and Meth. They had a TV show together. They did How High together. But Redman, his catalog, man, if you go back to there's a there's a dark side. You go back to what the album, the first video he did was in black and white. Tonight's the night. Uh, rest in peace to Hurricane G was, was in the video with him. He's driving, he's driving the SUV and he's rapping and it's like real real smooth and laid back the track for tonight's tonight comes in and he's rapping and hurricane g jumps in she's like yo man what's up with that what's up with that soft stuff you know come through with that bounce move and when and on the video the record skips and while the record skips the suv red man's driving slides in the snow that joint was so unbelievably dope like red man red man was way up there the superman lover chronicles like just fantastic music from Redman. Number three, Master Ace. Part of the original Juice Crew with Big Daddy Kane, MC Shan, Roxanne Shantae, Cool G Rap, who was an amazing lyricist himself. Part of, part of the Queensbridge crew, which Queensbridge produced a lot of talent in the hip-hop game, ultimately produced Nas, produced Mob Deep. But Master Ace, if you go back to the Slaughterhouse album, you go back, he did an album with MF Doom called Son of Yvonne that MF Doom produced and Master Ace did the rapping. You want to talk about someone that tells phenomenal stories. I remember at Master Ace's verse on the Brand New Heavies album when Brand New Heavies did something that, that the Roots picked up later but you had hip-hop artists spitting over live bands. Master Ace is such a phenomenal storyteller. Tells, tells those stories about growing up in the projects. Not necessarily the grimy, I'll clap you up and kill you type of dude, but just a phenomenal storyteller. Talks about his time in the industry, talks about going on tour. Just Master Ace, just an underrated rapper. Everything that he's put out over the years is just phenomenal, phenomenal content. Great cadence, great swag. Everything about Master Ace is just super dope. Third most underrated artist in, in Lance J's opinion. Number two, Tretch from Naughty by Nature. 
Stretch influenced so many styles and so many MCs and artists. We all know about OPP. They had hits, Hip Hop Parade, Craziest. They, they were a New Jersey group and, and had a also had a bit of grime and, and grit to them. The way that they used to dress on stage, they, they almost kind of had the, the mosh pit, uh, a very grimy style. But, but unlike some of these artists, Master Ace Redman, Naughty by Nature experienced a lot of commercial success. And they were very successful commercially. But Tretch, he had a he had a style, man. His style, a lot of times, he's one of the first artists in my life that I listened to. You had to keep reminding what he would say. And that was back in the days where it wasn't a CD where you could just skip it back or, or an iPod or Apple iTunes where you could just kind of put your thumb on the dial and, and push it back. You had to rewind the tape and risk ruining your tape. But Tretch would say stuff like, did he really say what I thought he would say. Tretch used to be very sexual in his raps, but he was hardcore. Unlike LL Cool J and some of the guys that Big Daddy Kane that were sex symbols, but PG-13 sex symbols. Tretch was an NC-17 type of, of sex symbol. I, I think that he actually got into being a porn star, which was not, which was probably a bad turn for him personally. But his style, man, his his cadence, his delivery, his flow, his bars, he just had those bars, man. And he's very, very underrated. We don't think of Tretch as a top 50 MC or, or a top 30 MC, but he's way, way up there. And then number one, if you've listened to this show, and you've been following this show for, for the last seven and a half years. You know that I think that the most underrated artist in hip-hop history is Metal Face Doom. MF Doom, man. You can't, you can't get no better than MF Doom. Rest in peace. He left this world way too early. That's one of the few people that I cried over when I found out that he died. But MF Doom and his whole... His whole story of, of basically being in KMD, being a backup dancer for third base back in the day. Uh, uh, Pete Nice, Daddy Rich, and MC Search to his brother Subrock passing away in a, in a car accident and him going underground, losing his deal with Elektra. Him going underground and coming back in a, in a club at open mic night with a stocking over his face rapping and, and, and created that persona going from Zev Love X to MF Doom, man. He used to use the samples from, from, from Dr. Doom and different cartoons. And this guy, he did stuff that, that also, like I was saying about Tretch, he did stuff that nobody did. Wax. The KMD album was dope. And I think that you can get it on iTunes now. It was, it was not easy access to, to get to that album because it was shelved by Electra. But Operation Doomsday, you know, mmm, food. So many, so many gems that, that he put out. His work, Mad Villainy, which is one of the best albums, the top five album in hip-hop history. Just the non-sequiturs, the bars, the polysyllabic rapping. He had so many alter egos and personas. Victor Vaughn. He did a stint with, with MF Grimm and, and a couple of other scrubs that I don't remember on, on Monster Island Zars. Like this guy, this guy produced his own albums too. Now he didn't sample musically. He sampled a lot of cartoons and movies, but he didn't sample musically. Most of his his production is on synthesizer like a keyboard. But MF Doom, man, I, I really honestly believe that MF Doom is a top 20 MC of all time. Uh, I'm saying that he's just as good as, as the LLs, the 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 drakes the kanye's people that are not i don't know if he's a top 10 mc i don't know if i put him up he's not up there with big and Pac and guys like that but mf doom is way up there if you listen to the catalog it's just dope music that'll keep you vibing and your head nodding for hours and hours days weeks months 
years. So that's my top five dead or alive most underrated hip hop artists. You're listening to the Lance Day Radio Network. We'll be back after these messages. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I spent many years as a quality healthcare executive focused on risk scores, clinical operations, and value-based care contracts. I had the corner office, the nice house, the pool, and all of the perks corporate America offers. But in 2020, as the pandemic had us all on lockdown, I decided to open up Paragon 7 Studios as a full-service consulting firm focused on healthcare media. Our critically acclaimed daily HealthCast series features many of the brightest minds in the industry. Due to increased demand, we are actually expanding into executive production of short films and documentaries for our clients. Find us on LinkedIn or Instagram to talk about hourly rates. That's Paragon 7 Studios. I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. It's some beautiful thing. Why don't you give it to your wife? My wife? How am I going to give it to my wife? I ain't married. You got a girlfriend? Yeah, I got a girlfriend, yeah. So marry her. Hey, you for real? I'm asking you to middle a diamond for me here. Now, all I want from my end is 8,000. What I'm saying to you is you should give it to somebody that don't know any better because that's a fugazi. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. You know, when he opens up the, the refrigerator and there's a head in the refrigerator where the lettuce should be, that's that's not something that, that I really like to see. I'm, I'm not really into that. I'm more into the to the chase with the police and all of that. I'm not into watching people get hacksawed and dismembered and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm not interested in watching people get strangled and their body and, and the guts flushed down the toilet. I, I don't want to watch that. I cover my eyes. I'm sure my wife was like, "Man, I married, I married a chump." What's going to happen if the bad guys come into to the house for us? Are you going to cover your eyes? I'm like, no, baby, because we got, I, I got guns. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. You coming to my house, they're going to be doing a docu-series about what I did to you. It ain't going to be no, no docu-series about, oh, well, when he, well, he broke into the house and, and, and did these things to the to the to to Lance J's family. This, this Netflix is gonna be doing a movie about what I do to you with the Draco. You can take that to the bank. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.